Welcome to the PSD Cast with your host, Jason Lumberg at Power Systems Design. Whenever possible, we like to discuss the gender gap in STEM and engineering on this show and hash out possible solutions. It may be 2021, but the imbalance is live and well. The male-to-female ratio for engineering degrees is still about 4 to 1, but the real problem is that about 40% of women who earn engineering degrees either leave the profession or never enter the field, leading to an engineering workforce that's only about 13% female. The industry has still has the perception of an old boys club, and that plus being assigned menial tasks at the very beginning of the careers and the lack of quality mentors has contributed to the mass exodus of talent. And this is a huge problem if more than 50% of the population is being overwhelmingly dissuaded from a critical profession. In market terms, you might call this a huge inefficiency. On the lines to discuss these issues is an extraordinary individual who spent 25 years mentoring the next generation of leaders as an engineer, entrepreneur, teacher, and a military officer, you know, if you want to talk about old boys clubs. Uh, it's my pleasure to welcome Jen Donahue. So, Jen, thanks for joining us. And before we get into the meat of this topic, I, I was wondering if you'd indulge me. I, I found it interesting that two out of the last, my last three bosses were ex-Army, and whenever I have uh, the chance to chat with engineers and industry reps, they're, they're overwhelmingly made up of vets. So, you know, what is it about engineering that attracts military personnel in such hugely disproportionate numbers? It's one of those chances where you go and you build some extraordinary projects. You get to go all over the world and build things for other people. You know, for instance, uh, we've done lots of uh, schools and roads and water wells, items that you would never really get to do in your home state if you were there. But it's a chance to give back. And I think this is one of the things that really appeals to people that are engineers wanting to go into the military. Right, right. Oh, all right, well, let's, let's discuss the gender gap. And, and since we're focused on COVID-19, pretty much every facet of our lives right now is, is directly or indirectly you know, impacted by that. Um, how has the global pandemic affected the gender disparity in engineering? It's actually made it worse. I think there was a report that was, repub- uh-huh. that was published in November of 2020 that said almost 80% of the workforce that left were females. And this is a lot of people who decided to leave. Maybe their husband was making more money and they needed to stay home with the kids or just organizations had to downsize. And it just seems that there was a really disproportionate amount of women that left the workforce because of COVID-19. Right. Now, um, maybe you disagree, but I I think one of your greatest accomplishments is all the people you've led and helped develop the true potential. So in in a larger sense, why is mentorship so important to young female engineers and and, and for women studying the STEM fields? I'll tell you, whenever I started out, I never had a mentor. I was a wild little engineer running around, and I never felt like I didn't need anybody. I can go out and I can take on the world by myself. I don't need anybody. I can do it. And, wow, I made so many mistakes. <laughs> so, uh-huh. And, you know, I look at it and I think, wow, if I would have had a mentor, like I probably would not have made as many mistakes as I, I actually did. Whenever I finally did get a mentor, it really changed my life. I became a better leader. I became a better person. And as I've started to gather more mentors to me, that's when I've really been able to excel both in the business world and in the scientific community. Having those mentors has just changed my life. I would not be where I'm standing today if it hadn't been for them. 
Well, that's great. Well, well, speaking of which, can you share um, with our audience one mentor experience that you're especially proud of? I think the one that I'm most proud of is right after my greatest failure. So I was a young officer. I was put in charge of a department of about 18 people, and I had no idea what I was doing. It was my first time really leading people. And I looked around me at the other officers, and they were all yellers. And that's, I thought, well, that's how you get things done is you yell at people and you make them do what you want. And so I thought, well, that's how you do it. And so I wound up yelling at my staff. And I will just tell you, it, it really felt horrible. You know, it's one of those things where I look back today and I'm still embarrassed that that's how I acted, how I, that's how I thought I had to lead. And so I was hooked up with a really great senior enlisted person. His name was Chief Willis. And he took me aside, and he mentored me, and he taught me how to lead people. And if it wasn't for Chief Willis, wow, I, I really don't know where I would be, but he took the time, he took the energy, he would whisper in my ear, hey, you need to think about this, and you need to interact with people like that, and you'll get more out of it. You know, you'll bring them on your side, and they'll be excited to follow you. So from my, from my greatest failure that's what it took uh, in order to get a great mentor. Hmm, interesting. Well, you've heard me quote the figures, and, and I'm sure you have several of your own. In your experience, you know, what are the biggest reasons that women exit the field early, switch majors, or you know, what, what might be the biggest tragedy, you know, earning the appropriate degree and going in a completely different direction? I would say that you know, one of the things that I've found in my career is that, and, and also I'm a little bit older than, than most, and I found that as I was progressing through my career, there were a lot of women who had the ability to leave the workforce to raise their children. And I think that's absolutely great. I think that's great for the children so that they have that opportunity to be there with their mom. And so for my career, that's what I've really found is like a lot of the women decided to leave their careers and, and go be mothers. I've also found some that have just decided, you know what, engineering's really not for me. They found that, you know, it was very male-dominated, and they decided to move to other careers that were more inclusive or more had a gender, you know, equity, and so a lot of women left for that also. I had one of my good friends, uh, she was a great engineer, she just decided that she was going to stop and go be a professional dancer. You know, it's, it's really been across the board as far as, you know, why women have left the workforce. But I would just really encourage women who are on the fence, you know, find a good mentor. And maybe that will help you, you know, find the joy in it that you used to have and so that you stay there and that you grow and you prosper. And by having more women in these higher leadership positions, guess what? That's a flywheel effect. Those younger females are going to see that and say, hey, you know what? I can do that too. She did it and I can do it too. So, that's my two cents on that. Well, that's that definitely. Well, thanks, Jen. I, on behalf of PSD, I want to thank you for your time. And to our audience, uh, thanks for tuning in. Stay safe and healthy and have a great day.